This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com So the story is like this. Now that the coronavirus is spreading around the world, and this country is already that's devastated by it, not only China, many people think that the way we should react in a place that is still safe and, and, and it's not spreading in our area, Baruch Hashem, yet, and hopefully shouldn't, that maybe a person should take precaution, which means, what does it mean to take precaution? You want to take and, and stack up the house with food, because if it starts spreading, the shelf will start getting empty, shelves in the, in the supermarkets. Maybe a person should not shake hands with anybody in the street, or your friends, or anybody in shul, why? Uh, you don't know. You don't know what's happening. Should you uh, walk with masks? You see people sometimes walking masks in the street. It's not a new thing, by the way. It was before then also. Um, and, and so on and so forth. What, taking precaution for this virus in an area like our right now, as we're holding right now, at this moment, that is still not here. There's some cases there, and, and you know, it's still, it's still, you have to understand, if you have single cases, few hundreds, you have in America 333 million people. So it's not, it's, 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 you know, people are scared to fly in an airplane to Orlando. Disney, uh, Disney is, is now taking a loss. Why? There's a lot of people there. The truth is, going in an airplane to Orlando is more dangerous, just the airplane itself, it could crash, than, than getting the virus. And driving from the airport to Disney is more chance you're going you're gonna to get to an accident than the airplane itself. So everything has to get in proportion. But the qu- question is, when we're dealing with something that's a sakana, this virus is a sakana, it's a danger. It's not like a regular virus that you get sick and you, after a couple of weeks you get to yourself. Some do, some do. It doesn't have a cure. But but usually virus, the way it works, is after a couple of weeks, your, your body uh, heals itself. That's, what, that's, that's a, how virus works. Over here, it does heal itself, but some people don't get cured. And because of that, it's like a very scary thing. Should a person treat that as a danger? And because of that, he should take precaution. Yes, fill up the house with food, with whatever, whatever it is. Don't shake hands with your friends. Don't go to places that there's a lot of people. Maybe a person shouldn't even go to shul. Who knows? Saying, man, on Purim, there's going to be parties. Stay home. Maybe you should stay home. How does the Torah look at such things? So let's go into Sugiya. Sugiya is a Sugiya that starts in Mishnah, in Yuma, Pei The Mishnah over there tells us that one should take precaution when we're dealing with Sakanat Nefashot, even if the sakana is far, which means you have sfeikot, you have doubts whether that sakana is there or not, still you take precaution. I'll tell you what the Mishnah says over there. Mishnah says, Mishnah which means like this, on Shabbat, you're not allowed to take the, the rubble that f- you have a house that fell, you have rubble, debris. Can you remove all that on Shabbat? You're not allowed. But if you suspect there's somebody there, you must remove it on Shabbat. You must remove the rubble on Shabbat. 
although you're violating Shabbat, you must remove on Shabbat. Even if you don't know, safeku sham, safeku losham. You don't know if there's somebody there or not. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. And even if there is, you have another safek. Maybe he's already dead. If he's dead, you can't violate Shabbat for him. Only if he might be alive, you violate Shabbat. The Mishnah says, more spekot like that, and the Alakha says, afilu tarbe'alav spekot, even if you have a bunch of spekot, you have 10, 20 spekot, like, the, like those spekot, like that, those doubts that I'm telling you right now, is you can add more and more doubts like this, still the Alakha would be, that mefakhim alavetagal, which means you remove the debris, and you see if there's somebody there, and if it's alive, and it's, wor- it's worthwhile, Saving. So we see from here that when we're dealing with pikuach nefashot, you treat it in the most severe, severe way, and you don't you don't make calculation. Let's go after the raw of majority case uh, uh, chances as you would do in any other place in the Torah. Other place in the Torah, you follow majority, you follow likelihood, you follow chazakot. We're dealing with pikuach nefesh. You don't say any of that, and you say that what? You have to try to save the person. So when we're talking about yourself, of course, if there's a chance that there's a danger, of course one must take precaution, even though it's a far far chance that it would uh, come to you. That's how the Gemara says, and the Gemara says, this is talking about Safek. First, the Gemara says, where do you know that Pikuach nefesh, doche, Shabbat, and kol Torah kula. When you have a danger, so it pushes away all the mitzvot of the Torah, including Shabbat, which means you violate Shabbat in a case of life danger. The Gemara says two proofs. One is from Shimon ben Menasya, because it says, Shabru b'nei Yisrael et ha-Shabbat, amrat Torah, chalel alav, Shabbat achat, kedei sheishmor Shabbatot arbeh. Which means, if somebody might be dying on Shabbat, it's better to violate the Shabbat to save him and give him a chance to, 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 be, to keep many Shabbatot. Which means, if, if, if he dies and you, you, you feel like you, you, you kept the Shabbat, that's not a good calculation because you kept one Shabbat, but you cause that the other person can't keep any more Shabbatot because he's dead. So it's better off, says of Shimon ben to save somebody which will keep many Shabbatot and, all, and, and, and it's better off, calcula- if you make the calculation, it's better off to violate one and save many others. This is the opinion of Shimon ben Manasseh. Rav, Rav, Rav Yudah says in the name of Shmuel, it says a pasuk in the Torah, v'chai bahem. Torah says, you should live with the Torah, with the mitzvot. V'chai bahem velo shiamut bahem. Which means, kol ha-Torah kula nitchet mipnei pikuach nefesh. If somebody... Might be, uh, might be uh, put in a danger, you violate the Torah. The Torah wants that people should live, and not, even though it's on account of the mitzvot, not should die. The Gemara says, And we see over here that if you get into a vadai pikuach nefesh, a person for sure is dying, you should save him. How do you know you save somebody also from safek pikuach nefesh? It's doubt. Like with the cases in the Mishnah that we said, there's a building that fell on top, the house that fell on top, that fell, and you don't know if somebody's there or not. The Gemara says, Yishmuel v'day let lepircha, because Rashi explained what it says, Asher asa adam ha-mitzvot shichia bahem v'day, ve'lo shavu be-asiyata lidei safek mita, alma mechalelim ala safek. Which means, what the Torah says, v'chai bahem, 
It means on any condition, even if you have a chance, a doubt that maybe the person might be dying, small doubt even, a small doubt, it doesn't have to be 50-50%. It could be a small doubt, a small percent, you violate the Shabbat and all the Torah, of course, besides the three mitzvot chamurot, but the whole Torah kula gets violated, gets pushed over, gets uh, um, overrides for the mitzvah of pikuach nefesh, saving somebody. This is how Ben Yerucham says, it's brought down in the Bet Yosef, Shiman, Shin Kafchei, Shin Kafchet, Sifhei. He says, Yesh Mishikatav, Shikol Davar Shainbo Sakana Ata, Afal Bishu Yuchal Lavoli De Sakana, En Mechalelim Elashvud De Rabanan, Veloy Sur De Oraita. Rabbin Yerucham says over here something that seems to be a little bit not like what we learned up to now. He says that if there's a, there's a case of Sakana that maybe might come around, you can only violate Eisur de Rabbanan, but not Eisur de Oraita. Up to now we spoke about violating even Shabbat, Eisur de Oraita. What is the difference? Why Rabbin Yochanan says that something that might come to a death, there's no danger right now, says Rabbin Yochanan. It could be that danger might come in the future. You don't have to treat it right now as a danger to violate the Isur de Oraita, like Shabbat, for instance. Isur de Rabbanan, like, let's say Mukze, you'll be allowed. But Isur de Oraita, to do a Isur de Oraita, that's not allowed. That's how Rabbi Yerucham says. This is how the Bet Yosef brings him down. We found, if you take a look in different places in the Gemarot, which I'm not going to mention right now, but there's a bunch of them. I'll give you one example that you see it's contradicting um, uh, things and you have to try to work it out. For instance, we mentioned in the morning case that the Magen Avram says, if you have a spider in a house on Shabbat, you're not allowed to kill it. Says the Magen Avram, but one minute, it could be there's a danger that the spider would fall into your food. Now you have to understand, we're not talking about those little spiders that we have in America. Right? Those are little, we're talking about the Israeli spider, or I don't know what, or it's African it's spider, true. or it's called a, a, it's called black a black man. widow. Right? So black widow could be its eminent danger. Uh, I'm not talking about such a thing. We're talking about, we're talking about a spider that can't actually bite you, but if it falls into your food, it could be poisonous. So says him again, Avram, why don't you kill the spider, because it might fall into your food. You have a very chulet, you have this, you have that. Not everything is covered. It might fall into your food and it's walking around the house. How should you treat such a thing? Says him again, Abraham, no, don't worry about it. Because one out of a thousand that could die from such a thing, what's the likelihood it's going to fall into your food? And if it, if it does, nah, not so many people die from it. It's one out of a thousand. Well, what does that mean? We just said that if it's a sakana, even safek, you have to treat it as as davar that's uh, that sakana, and you have to make sure that you remove it. So this is something that many mefarshim already ask, this kind of question. When do you say safek sakana? No gaff for us. Right now, there's a safek sakana in the world. Do you, do you treat that as safek sakana, and you, te- you have to start taking precaution? Or you say, uh, there's no sakana over here. There might be sakana elsewhere. There might come Sakana in the future. How do you treat such a thing? Says the He says the following. Listen well. I'm, I'm giving you just over here a couple of, uh, of, of answers, but those answers are basically majority of the poskim. I could really quote many, many poskim that say the same thing. He says like this. 
he says that there's a difference between if the Sakana is here already or something that's potential Sakana. I'll read you inside, but I'll, I'll explain to you. If you have a rubble that fell on top of uh, or, or potentially somebody, somebody might be there. So the problem, the issue, the danger is here already. If there's somebody there, you have somebody that's in danger because the house fell already. If you have a spider that might fall into your food, that's a potential problem. Potential problem, uh, logically, you don't treat as, as something that would be doche because of pikuach nefesh. Because we don't see it as pikuach nefesh. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, a person has to live all his life with paranoia. Maybe this will happen, maybe that. There's people like that that constantly worry about everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe be this, maybe that. I know people like that. They're constantly worried about things that could happen. And, they, and, and, and they're right. It could happen. And things could be very it's, terrible things could happen, but you can't live like that. If you live like that, with worrying all the time about things that could happen, you're damaging right now your body, your 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 nefesh. I mean, right now, that that itself is damaging. You can't live such a life. If you have a problem right now, you have to treat it. Something that might happen, you don't have to worry about it. What does it mean? Don't put yourself into a danger. But you don't have to, while you live in your house comfortably, think that maybe, you know, maybe an airplane would come. We saw the airplane fell on Canarsie. And where was it? Not Canarsie. Uh, and, 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 and it fell on houses. Maybe I should worry about such huh? Bell Harbor. Maybe I should make such a roof that's made out of metal, strong thing, like uh, that, that, that would withhold a nuclear bomb. You can, oh, you can worry about a million things like that. When do you say that? When do you say Even on the safek doubt, it's everything. When you have it in front of you, Sakanat Nefashot Lefanenu. Kumo. When the house fell, then you start worrying. Maybe there's somebody there, maybe he's alive, maybe not. But we don't have right now the danger. Something potentially could come. Over here you go after majority. The majority likelihood is that it would come. You have to treat it. As danger. If not, not. He says, proof. You're allowed to go on a boat. You're allowed to go in business. You're allowed to cross the ocean. You're allowed to cross the desert. When you do such a thing, you're putting yourself in danger. Well, how do we know? Because when you come out of there, you say, Agomel. When do you say, Agomel? When you were in danger. So you see that what? It's a place of danger. It's a place of danger. How could you go to such a place? Rather... You see, from here it says that you're allowed to put yourself into something that there's potential danger, but the danger is not there. Although the Saruch Laner, you should know that the Nodabiuda argues on that Svarai. He says that in order to go to business, you're allowed to put yourself into danger. He proves that from uh, the Gemara, Rashi brings it down, that you have to pay a worker on time. Why do you have to pay a worker on time? Says the Gemara, why did that worker put himself into a danger? He went up the ladder, he went on top of the tree, he went out of, up, up on the beam. He, he put himself into a danger to get his salary. Pay him on time. That's what the Gemara says. 
you see, says the NW, that, that a person is allowed to put himself into a danger for work. To bring Parnassah home, that's a, so it could be over here, we can say that the NW that argues on the way that Ruchalaner learns. But regardless, we found over here answer to our question. We have to know, is the danger here? If it is, you have to treat it as a danger that's, that, that you have to make sure to take precaution. If it's not here, you can live your life comfortably. Now, same thing you would find in the Noda Biuda. Noda Biuda, in it's brought down also in the, in, in, uh, the Shulchan Aruch, the Pithet Shuvah in Shin, Samech Gimel, Sif Katan, he brings that, such a thing down. He's talking about an interesting case. Can you do biopsy on people that died? You want to know why they died. You want to also for learning uh, purposes, so you know how to treat it in the future. You're allowed to make biopsy. You're allowed to, to make, to cut body of somebody that died and learn from this. So, Nodabi Uda says the following. There was the case that came was in London, and somebody died from uh, having uh, stones in the kidneys. And they tried to treat him, and they failed. The doctors failed. So afterwards, they asked if maybe you can open up the body and learn from it what went wrong so they can save the next patient. So the W says the following. I'm reading you what he says. He says that is permitted only when you have the person in front of you, a person that's in danger in front of you. But if he's not right now in front of you, you don't have to uh, treat it as pikuach nefesh. And therefore, you don't, you can't cut the person up. He says, If you have somebody else that's sick in the same sickness, so right now you need to know, you need to learn right now. You have to get the cure right now, then it's permitted. Otherwise, and Khatam Sofer says the same thing. Khatam Sofer, after he saw that, he says that if that's the case, also a person that has a certain sickness and you want to, uh, to, to cut the dead in order to learn from, for this person, you would be permitted. Same idea that you learned from the Nodabi Yudah. So we're learning the same exact thing by us. We're saying that if there's a danger right in front of you, you have to treat it as sakanat nefashot, and everything would be permitted, whether it's chilul shabbat, whether it is to cut the dead person, and it's called nivul. Normally, you're not allowed to be menavel, which means you're degrading the person that's dead. Instead of burying him whole, you're cutting him up, that you can't do that. But if it's for pikuach nefesh, and in front of us, you will be permitted, same answer. Chazon Ish argues on this answer. He says, no, that's not a chiluk between... Matsui velo Matsui, as the Nodabi and the Khatam Sofer said, and many others, we saw the Binantion. Rather, he says a different thing. The Chazonish is in Oalot of Bet Lamed Bet, and he said, I'll read you the Chazonish. He says like this He brings from Bishem and Nodabi Uda and Khatam Sofer Shim Yesh, Chole Kaman, Mutar Lenavlo, Mishum Pikoch Nefesh, but then Chole Kaman Asur, if the dead person is, he could cure somebody that's in front of a sick that's permitted, but if the person that uh, that sick is not in front of us, which means there's nobody sick right now. But in the future, there might be somebody sick. 
You don't. You can't cut the. the oh, by the way, some want to say that this doesn't apply today. Just on the side point, it doesn't apply today because today there's so many people that are sick around the world. It used to be that in a hospital, who only, only you can only treat whoever's there. But if you have somebody in a different country in a different city, you have no shayachut to them. Today, the world became a very small world. So if you have somebody, you can easily find somebody else that needs something. So he has a heart that you could be used. He just died or any other limb. You could use it for somebody else that's around the world. It's a small world. Whatever it is, but just we're learning the point. Chotam Sofer says, ספר, and that will be permitted, which means like this. Chazonish says the chiluk is between if something is common or not common. Not if it's in front of us or not. Something that's common or not common. Just like if you have ir samuch lasfar, which means you have a city that's right by the border. Right? You have a city, let's say, right by the border of an enemy country. So you have, uh, let's say, Sderot. Or any place, Otef Aza, right by Gaza. Over there, let's say, there's people that come to Gaza on Shabbat. Are you supposed to go now with arms to go and fight them? They came without any weapons. All they want is just to steal some things, to conquer the place, just to steal some things. From the, from the, um, from the food, orchard, whatever it is. So the Allah says, yes, you have to go and, and, and take arms with you and go fight with them on Shabbat. Why? Normally you wouldn't do it. But Ir Samuch Lasfar, when it's on the border, it's dangerous because they can conquer that and then can, they can go to the next cities as well. So you treat that very seriously. Says Chazonish, you see what? You see that even if it's not in front of us right now, they're far away, but the likelihood that things are going to happen when there's likelihood that something will happen, you have to treat it as Sakana right now, and you have to go after it, and you have to treat it, and even though you have to do things that would be a violation of Torah. So it says like this, again, which means, although it's not in front of us, but it's something that might happen, let's say there's such a disease that spreads around, it would be the same, this disease that spreads around, although it's not here, it's far. And it might not come here, but there's likelihood, you have to treat it as kaman. But he says that what? If it's something that's going to come in the future, might come in the future, but today there's no, it, it's, not, it's not at all relevant, so you don't have to treat it as safek pikuach nefesh. Which means, if you have, let's say, a problem in China, and there's no relation whatsoever over here, you don't have to worry about it at all. But if it's such that it's holy me'alechet, it could spread over here as well, there's ways how it could spread over here, that could be a problem. What's the, what's the proof to that, Chazonish? The Gemara in Ta'anit, Kaf Aleph Amud Bet. Over there we see, Amar le Shmuel, Ika matna bechozai. Ika motna bechozai. There's death in bechozai. A certain city in Babel. 
over there there's a certain disease that spreads around. Gazar Ta'anita. He made Ta'anit over here in a different, only different city. He was in Narda. He made Ta'anit. He made that everybody should fast in Narda, although the sickness is somewhere else. Why? Says the Gemara, Shani Hatam Kevan Deika Shairata, Delavi Beatya Behadeh. Which means since the Shairot Metsuyot, since there are caravans that come, since there's, there's, there's ways of people that come over here, whether it's caravans, whether it's with horses, whether it's with camels, whether it's with airplanes, cars, whatever it is, trains, that could come over here. According to that Chazonish, we see that something that potentially could come over here, and there's a likelihood to it, you have to treat it seriously. It comes out like this. The way I understand. Each one could learn it differently. Uh, the way I understand this is that According to all the Mefarshim that we mentioned before, the Chazonish, Chatam Sofer, um, Binyan, Sion, and so on and so forth, many, many others, it depends if it's here or not here. Right now in America, it's not here. You might say, yeah, there's one here and one there, yeah, but it's under control. It's not like it's spreading. They know who it is, and it's under control. They put him uh, uh, separate, and it's not spreading. In, for instance, a place like uh, Italy, where it's spreading, it's out of control. Of course, it's there. Phrase like Iran, it's there, it's spreading. When it's under control, you know where it is, and it's not spreading, you don't have to worry. According to the Chazonish, you have to worry, because there's likelihood that it's coming, it's spreading, there's ways for it to come, there's planes that come over here that potentially could carry a disease. That's a problem. You have to treat it as Sakana. How does the Gemara look at such a thing? Gemara in Gitin. The Gemara in Gitin. Dafnun Hamudbet says, Ashre Adam Mefachet Tamid. A person should always be in fear. Says Tosfot that the Gemara in the end of Brachot, Daf Samech, says, Chazyalau Gavrada Vemefachet. The rabbi saw a person that was feared, that was scared. He told him, Chataat, you're a chote, you're a sinner. Why? If you're not a sinner, you wouldn't be afraid. A person that's in paranoid, unless it's a sickness, but a person that's afraid and is not doesn't have a sickness, he must be because he's a sinner, he says. Says the Gemara, aye, but it says, a person should be afraid all the time. Says the Gemara, no, that's the Divret Torah. Divret Torah, you should always be scared. You might forget the Torah that you learn. You have to constantly review. But scared from, for your life, from other things, don't be afraid. The Gemara said, the Tosfot says, over here, the, the, in the context of the Gemara in Gitin, we're talking about the Churban, different things that people should have been afraid. Over there also, not only for Torah, but also for things that are likely to happen. Tosfot says, It's not the same like a person that, that is scared for no reason. Being scared for no reason, it's a minus. It's not a good thing. It's a negative thing. Says Mesilot Yasharim. Mesilat Yesharim, that was written by, uh, by Rav Lutzato, he writes in Perektet, he says, There's a midav zrizut. If you're scared, if you're a scared person, he would make you lose that midav zrizut. Why? Always you're afraid from something, from the wind, from being sick, from the heat, from this, from that. 
How should you, how should you behave? מקרא מסיים, דכתיב פחדו בציון חטאים, החזר האדך ענפים. How should a person behave? Should he be afraid or not? He asks over here. We know that you have to take precaution, you have to treat, נשמרתם לנפשותיכם מאוד, a person has to treat himself with such that he take precautions all the time. What's the right מידה? says the מסילת ישרים. כללו של דבר צריך שישים האדם את עצמו הרי בעולם הזה קבוע בעבודה. שמא תאמר, הם מצינו שחיבור חכמים בכל מקום שישמור אדם את עצמו שמירה מעולה ולא ישים סכנה, אפילו צדיק ובעל מעשים. That it says, הכל בידי שמיים חוץ מצינים ופחים. Everything is בידי שמיים except getting cold, which if you go out in the cold without a jacket, without a coat, you get cold. You can't blame Hashem, you can't say הכל בידי שמיים. You brought it to yourself. ומקרא כתיב ונשמרתם מאוד לנפשותיכם. So which one is it? Says the מסילת ישרים, דעת היא עשירה וישירה. Sometimes it's good to be afraid and sometimes not. When is it? He says the same idea, klal lafkin b'shneirot, I'm skipping over here, you can see inside the whole uh, diun that he has over here. But he says the difference is, echad eshkriach ezek ashani, ki makom sheezek matzui venoda, yesh lishamer. Ach makom sheen haezek noda en lira. That's exactly what he says. Depends if it's ezeka shkicha, if it's shkicha ezeka, if it's a common danger. It's a common danger. You think that the danger might come over here, that's common? Then you have to take all this that we said before. All, you have to be careful. You have to stack up and so on. If not, it's a lack of bitachon. Lemais, it comes out like this. Should we right now take a lot of precautions, stock the house with food and so on? Unless it starts spreading, that you see that it's getting a little bit out of control. You see that it's coming around to the area. The person doesn't need to worry. As soon as something like that, lo alenu, should not, lo yeh, lo yavo, velo yeh, comes to a certain area, of course, a person needs to take all precaution to protect himself and to protect his family. And if he doesn't, he violates what the Torah says, in nishmartem od lenafshotechem. So a person needs to know the fine line. If you do something too much, you're lacking bitachon. Chatat, pachadu b'tzion chataim, you're a sinner. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? HaKadosh Baruch Hu protects us. You're afraid for no reason. But if the danger comes across and it's coming close, then one needs to take all the necessary uh, uh, things in order to protect himself and his family. And otherwise, he would be a sinner. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.